Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. like the question that sam asked right before uh we we started recording which is is claymation cool <laughs> um that's the kind of question i need to answer instead of hanging out with my family <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't answer that question in front of your family they will well they will a lot of people permanently. don't know this but jared's family is ray harryhausen and the guy who did nightmare before christmas yes. and yeah everybody from like a uh, studio real sensitive um, Perhaps you've met my wife, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> uh, the Strange Pants. What was that movie called? Remember that the one? Wrong Pants. The Wrong Pants. That's right. Big automatic pants <laughs> on Wallace or Gromit. Oh, man. I don't like British humor most of the time because it's like, but you love Wallace and Gromit. It's like, what if your trousers had a mind of their own? It's like, I've seen comedy. Stop it. Look, (laughs) maybe you don't do this. Maybe you don't get it. Okay. Are you wearing pants? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that's part of the problem. Sam doesn't like that they call them trousers. Yeah, that seems to be half the joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Sam doesn't like jokes with pleats in them. That yeah. trousers is a funny word. Yeah. That's why they're so good at it. It's so understated. It they don't even off the tongue. They don't go to the trouble of making an entire joke. They just they just <laughs> say shrubbery. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah the, the problem is with me. I'm too stupid. State it. I don't want it understated. Here's, Give me the state. Here's a would you like a, see, this is a, this is my example of a a joke from a British. This is my example of British humor. Would you care for a custard? There, you. That's the joke. <laughs> it's so. Oh, it's so good. A custard? What? It's hilarious. <laughs> and I didn't even have to write a whole joke. I just called it a custard. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between welcome to fight island the podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place my name is jordan doll and i'm sam wiles and joining us today the very continental jared logan is here <laughs> is claymation cooler lame <laughs> sound off <laughs> That should be your new uh, character, which is like Joe Rogan style uh, or like a morning zoo guy that's like really aggro, but just about very like fancy lab shit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, wait, I'm trying to think of another version. Uh, now, <laughs> despite what we've been talking about, we're not fighting claymation characters. We're not fighting uh, old MTV shows. We're not... <laughs> Radio, Fighting fancy morning, lads. Morning zoo radio guys morning who want to know guys. if you like pajama pants. <laughs> Should parents leave a trail of M&Ms to the Easter basket? <laughs> Sound off. 
<laughs> Where would are... the Easter Bunny get name brand candy? Frankly. <laughs> Yeah, his problem is continuity. <laughs> that was honestly, when I was a kid, like figuring out, like solving the Santa mystery, uh, that was a big problem for me. I was like, where would, if Santa built it, what is he fucking outsourcing to Sony? This is yeah, Sony yeah. right on it. Absolutely. How does yeah. he get a Nintendo? That was always a weird, it? that was always a weird thing. That you got all these brand name toys mm-hmm. and you were like, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. Santa buys these. I could have yeah. yeah. bought them. I could have bought them, Why Santa? is he going I mean, to the thanks. trouble? He's yeah. just kind of a service. He's kind of a delivery. Does he service. see the same commercials I do? This is yeah. insane. He's watching. And now an today, RC car commercial. And now today, this Santa must just like kind of get on Amazon for you. You know, sure. Okay, done. Just fucking great company. Send. Um, <laughs> That's we're not a great company, Santas Amazon. Either. And the <laughs> and the answer is, of course, Santa does build them all, and we solved it. Uh, he builds them all, and it's magic. I just uh, mean like off- the stuff comes to you so fast and there's yeah. like no downside with Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and Church they're they're going to build one in my town and I can't Church. wait for them Church. to build one. Church yeah. being handed $10 million. Yep. Joe Manchin. This is crazy. We love him. <laughs> we're not fighting Joe's mansions. We're not fighting Santa Clauses. We're fighting a versus match. It is fr- it's Fright Island, y'all. This is the first episode of a very spooky uh, a shroud of darkness, a pall of terror sweeps over the island. And and uh, if you listen to the Patreon, we get we we dipped our toe in last we week. We dipped a toe in. We fought some classic Halloween costumes from 2014. Yeah, we fought. What would you be dressed as in 20 the Halloween 2016? And yeah, it was, yeah. One of them was Ken Bone. It was Ken Bone. <laughs> oh and god, it was, uh, it was horrifying. Yeah, but today we're doing a versus match, which we do every so often. I think all of the Fried Islands this year are going to be versus matches. So we're going to be doing a lightweight for any uh, Logan heads just joining us. Jared, do you have a do you have a name for your acolytes? Um, yeah, they're called log jammers. <laughs> okay, for any log jammers just joining us, this is the well, way the that the podcast the got. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. This is the way the podcast goes down. We're going to play a big game of who would win in a fight between. It's three rounds, lightweight, middleweight, and heavyweight bout. We're going to talk about who's in each round, strengths and weaknesses. Ultimately, each of us will be asked to vote on who we think wins each round. Um, It is video game rules, so old people can fight gay people, men can fight women, dogs can fight babies, whatever needs to happen in order for the island to to taste the justice that it so craves. So, lightweight... We're going to fight classic universal monsters versus your classic batch of movie slashers. Now, I I think you can get a little exotic with movie slashers, especially here in in the lightweight round, because like I'm going to go ahead and throw out a lightweight slasher that's probably going to get shot down immediately. Mm, Okay, have some (laughs) self-esteem. Pumpkinhead. No, that's not a slasher, you idiot. Oh, no. (laughs) Um. In all fairness, Pumpkinhead is not a slasher. Kind of a creature, but does some slashing, right? And it's a slasher movie. A creature, by definition, does not slash, Jordan. And I know this is your podcast. No, you're right. No, you're right. I need this. I guess I'm going to have to give a brief lecture on the history uh, and Maison scene of the slasher film. A slasher film always has a human antagonist. Okay. And that antagonist is always uh, uh, just a person 
that is murdering people. That's that's the one thing about a slasher that has mm-hmm. to be true. Mm-hmm. So even though Michael Myers seems sort of supernatural, mm-hmm. he counts as a slasher because he's just a crazy dude. Well, Freddy Krueger is certainly Freddy supernatural. Freddy on the line. And if you brought Freddy Krueger out, I'd say, eh, he's on the line because at least he started as a person. But you bring me Pumpkinhead? I think <laughs> I'm human, walking out of the interview. I think the human connection is important. You're right. And uh, this was all a happening to teach our listeners the importance of the difference between a future <laughs> and a slasher. Good job, Jared. You played your role exactly. It's Boy, why, it's why not... he sent his family away so he could get to the lecture. Aren't I a great guest that comes in and tells you how to do your podcasts? No, you're doing a good no. job. The best okay. guest is the one that talks the entire no, yeah. time and we don't say anything. Yeah, no. Yes. So Pumpkinhead versus who? <laughs> well, I, we just Pumpkinhead... Uh, you know what? A slasher walks in and kills Pumpkinhead, and that slasher <laughs> could be. Well, it could be. I mean, it could be Michael Myers. Okay. It could be Jason Voorhees. I'll, I would count These Jason Voorhees. These are heavyweights. These are um, heavy. I've got, li- I've got a lightweight slasher for you. Go ahead. Okay. From, from arguably my favorite horror movie, Billy Loomis from Scream. That's a lightweight Ooh. slasher. Right. That's a lightweight, lightweight slasher. That's really hell. good. Yeah. Billy He's Loomis still a slasher? as portrayed by. Skeet Ulrich, right? Yeah, correct. Sure. Yeah, Skeet. Man with man named Skeet. Yeah, one of many famous Skeets. Now, yes. Mm, I'm gonna save him for middleweight because I think that's probably what. That's real. That's really what I, I have an idea for a slasher that I'm gonna save for middleweight. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I thought you meant. Okay. I thought right. you meant Skeet Ulrich is a middleweight. No, no, no. Skeet yeah. Ulrich is a perfect lightweight. You did that guy. Like I would even go like is Billy Loomis is perfect. Billy mm-hmm. Loomis is perfect. He's perfect, which is why you could I'm even a- go. Uh, you could even go Fatal Attraction, Faye Dunaway. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, slasher. Yeah, yeah, that's a slasher. Slasher. You, know, you could go. You could go so many ways, but I think I think yeah, Billy mm-hmm. Loomis. That's a good slasher. But what classic Universal or other uh, movie studio monster do we put him up against in the so light? Sure. So a problem I think we're going to encounter is that the Universal movie monsters are much more like all on the same level. Where slashers, mm. there's clear kind of demarcations of class. Where I think like Universal movie monsters, I I want the lightest weight one I can like think of is like Bride of Frankenstein. Sure, sure. Instead of she, like regular Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she was fully like a spinoff. Yeah, she has like electricity powers. I've admittedly not I gotta seen say, Bride of Frankenstein. And I know I'm gonna piss off some Invisible Man heads out there, but the Invisible Man kind of lightweight. Also light. I also think lightweight. The Invisible Man, yeah, because he's just a dude, and he has a very Invisible. specific power, which he doesn't even use for most of the movie. He yeah. he walks around looking like a mummy. Hey, buddy, <laughs> are you a mummy or an Invisible Man? Make up Isn't your mind. A, you know that's a bit of a character design flaw. Mm-hmm. They were like, ah, oh, what should he look? Like? It's like if they they're one step away from putting him in a Dracula outfit. <laughs> like, how would yeah. you read? How would you redesign the Invisible Man? Um. Well, Just they glasses. did, and they did it well. Did you see the new one? They made him Kevin Bacon. No, oh. no, not Hollow Man from 1990X. The 2021 about, is kick-ass. It's really good. The, the 2020 like Invisible Man was really good. Nice. He had like a digital suit with all these like little cameras oh. all over it that like reflect light and shit. Whoa! It looked cool. Yeah, that's a that's a great he looked movie. Cool. That, that is cool. When uh when lockdown started. That was like our first venture out of the house was to go to the drive-in movie and see Invisible Man. And I was like, all right, cool. Only only, only three more weeks of this. 
And then now I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I'm just going to name some other slashers just Please. so we're clear on what a slasher is. <laughs> Norman Bates from Psycho. Yeah, that's a good sure. one. Yeah. But then this list has Candyman. False! Not a slasher. Candyman is ghost a slasher. Urban a legend. Ghost? No, he is a ghost slash urban legend. Okay, then let me ask the let me ask you this. The miner from My Bloody Valentine, that counts. That's just a guy in a suit that kills people with a pickaxe. Pinhead. No, he's a Cenobite. This list is bullshit. <laughs> See, this is the Pennywise, thing. not a slasher. Not a slasher. Here's Pennywise. the thing. Here's the thing. P- Pinhead, I count in the slasher category. Freddy, absolutely a slasher. Wait, why would Candyman, you count Pinhead as a slasher? It, it's he a is slasher a horror film. character. Uh, it is not a slasher right. film. We I, would see. Okay, so no, I'm being right. very nerdy, but slasher films are a subgenre of horror film. No, this is important because they're going to come after us. I get where John's yeah, coming so, from because it is the amount of violence perpetrated and the way it happens, I guess, is like feels like a slasher. Saying that a film is a slasher film just because it's gory and a modern doesn't it's quite involving blades. No, I involve. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I think it's the slashing so, that does it. So for if me. you if you want to change, <laughs> if you want to change your Fight Island category today okay. to modern horror monsters versus classic horror monsters, well then, Pinhead can come right on in and party. Hey, well, listen, nobody's, nobody's trying to change the category, movies. sir. <laughs> if, get down off the table, sir. <laughs> Jared's shirt is off, which I think we need to tell Look. the listener. I, I am. I You've do have my shirt off. Point. And you can see where I've scarred the different th- ideas I'm talking about see. into my flesh. Your body is a roadmap of pain. Yes. With, with a hot ink pen. Uh, but but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Or am yes. I? Or are you still no, like, kind of like, sense. I don't understand. I'm, I'm no, you're making sense. <laughs> okay, Leatherface. That's a slasher. That's a great one. Sure. Leatherface. Yeah, but um, and Freddy Krueger, I mean, I might let in on a technicality, even though he is like technically a dream ghost. Yeah. <laughs> who is same. the who is the slasher from? Um, I know what you, you really should have done some research on this. Same. That's a great question. He's in a he's in a hook, like a hook man, uh, hook dad. What is his hook, hook father what. is his name? <laughs> Captain Hook. Here, I'm looking it up. Ben that Willis was- is his name, but he's got a big hook. That's a slash. He does have a yeah. hook. Mm. But yeah. Candyman has a hook too. He slashes. <laughs> the leprechaun do slashes. This. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. Remember the a leprechaun? slasher villain? A slasher villain can't like go like, I have such sights to show you. And then reveal a phantasmagoric <laughs> tableau of torture beyond the grave. That is not what a sl- slasher takes a rake and puts it through your chest. That's what. Sure. And yeah. they're a person. They're a person. Mm-hmm. God damn it. They're not like a special ghost. 20 right. years ago. Except yes. for Jason and Freddie. I know you okay. caused my divorce in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sequel I wrote to. I know what you did last summer. That hasn't, <laughs> nobody wanted to do it. I know that you caused my divorce in 2010. Okay. So are, are we go? Are we going with the invisible man? Or are we going to dig a little deeper? Because there are some fucking D list ass. Uh, well, it's a pretty good match because um, invisible man, other than being invisible, doesn't have a ton going for him. Okay. Like he seems pretty lightweight. But um, I'm trying to think what else is like a lightweight, like the mole man, mole people is that is technically a classic universal. It's under huh. the umbrella. 
Okay. Uh, there's also the Phantom. They try to pass off. I think the Phantom of the often. Opera. The Phantom is a good. No, no, no. He I counts. Like he counts. He does count, but he is definitely the one that it's like. Oh, so you're you're kind of just a guy who lives at the opera. <laughs> well, he's a, well, Jordan, he's a little more than that. Oh God, uh, he's almost he, a slasher. <laughs> He's a he's perfect a slasher. A slasher Sam. He's, he's all disfigured by a fire. I mean, that's fucking scary. Jeez. And then like he's obsessed with like music and he oh wants this one girl to be the star. And if she's not, he'll just kill every other star until she gets the role. Does that's this a make pretty him, cool motivation. Does this make him the most heavyweight of the monsters in this fight? Because he's both a slasher and a universal monster. Oh, wow. He is a kind of a slasher, isn't he? He's yeah. a little bit of a slasher. You know, I have the original, um, uh, silent Phantom of the Opera with Lon oh. Chaney senior. And oh. I've watched it a bunch of times. Cause it's really cool to look at. And in that movie, he, for some reason has a booby trapped room under the opera <laughs> that gets really hot and kills you with heat. Yeah. I'm not making that up. Yeah. I, when that, when, when, when the people, he Have you guys never people. been to the opera? There's always a hot kill. Oh, yeah. You're referring to that hot gas room that's under every opera house, of course. And at the intermission, you can smell them. If anybody gets down there, they're like, oh, they got one. Phantom got one. Um, and and that is why. The podcast where Jordan, uh, Jordan points out how uncultured I am. <laughs> never been to the opera doesn't understand <laughs> British pants humor. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting looks roasted like, today. Uh, 99% of us haven't been to the opera, I think. Listen, I wouldn't know a slasher if I was getting slashed. So we're all on we're all learning today. The idea of you getting yeah. murdered and going, you're technically a ghost. No, oh, what are you? It. What are you? A creature? You're a psychopomp. <laughs> That's okay. what Freddy is. He's a psychopomp. <laughs> he is a fucking psychopomp. He's a uh oh, what's that hey. thing? Oh damn it! I can't Psycho remember. pomp, uh, a figure who, uh, oh, um, a spiritual guide of a living person's soul. Okay, maybe Ooh. I'm wrong about that. Well, there's this a says, there's a thing called a tulpa. You have you ever heard of yeah, a tulpa? Yeah, tulpas. Yeah, yeah. He's like a tulpa, which is like a thought form of the, if you fear something so much, like it, you can give give reality to it. I didn't know that was, there, there was a word for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The the the, the, the slender man. He's maybe a tulpa. That's why he's out there making kids write weirdly horny fiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but we digress. I think the I think the lightweight round here is who would win in a fight between I think we gotta go the invisible man, because it's just so much lighter than the phantom Wait. after these things. Okay. Oh uh, but okay. Let's do I it. love let's the Phantom. I love the okay, Phantom. Okay, let's do it. Because I don't think the Phantom's going to come up again. So also, I feel like invisibility is a huge advantage over Skeet Ulrich. I, I just feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Skeet Ulrich has proven time and time again that he knows how to go invisible. Where is he? I'm kidding. Sorry, Skeet. Yeah. <laughs> David Spade-style burning Skeet Ulrich is very funny. <laughs> and guys, technically, the killer in uh, Scream is called Ghostface. <laughs> okay okay got it all right so the question before us is who would win in a fight between the phantom of the opera as depicted by universal all those years ago and Ghostface, as depicted by skeet who <laughs> ulrich <laughs> sorry yeah sorry skeet well the, um, guys I, I gotta go skeet 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 on this one just kidding. you gotta go skeet uh, skeet, skeet. <laughs> somebody had to <laughs> 
Man. Well, I mean, I'm always going to be biased toward the classic monsters. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. And now, I just, I just don't see Ghostface getting out of that heated room beneath the opera. I mean, <laughs> Ghostface thing- falls down all the time. Ghostface has shit. That's the cool thing about Ghostface is that it really his humanity is is paramount. He's not like Michael Myers or Leatherface. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see him mess up and. Mm-hmm. And have to change his mind. And Ghostface and, gets kicked yeah. in the balls at one point. I believe. Yes, he does. Yeah, hilarious. Um, I used to say that that was the point. difference. There are two genres of movies, really, mm-hmm. when you break them way down. Movies where someone gets kicked in the balls, and movies where nobody gets kicked in the balls. <laughs> and uh, Scream is definitely a kicked in the balls movie. The best scene in There Will Be Blood <laughs> is when the guy gets. Uh... <laughs> And then there's a movie like Sideways where there's a constant threat of someone getting kicked in the balls, but it never really happens, which is masterful art, really. Yeah, I mean, riding that line between a ball movie and a non-ball movie is... uh, It's it's contemporary art in a nutshell. You're you're basically telling me what my favorite genre is, which is any movie that rides that line. That's a a Uh, different uh, part of the Jared Logan lecture series that we're happy to get into on Patreon. Any movie that dances on the taint like that is really... (laughs) Dancing on the tape yeah. J-Lo <laughs> The one and only uh, um, Yeah I, um, so Phantom versus uh, The Scream guy Well the Scream yeah. guy has really good um, Planning and like well, And the Scream trickery. guy ultimately Spoilers incoming Okay that's a pause for anybody To leave the room If you've not seen a movie from 1996 Scream it, the, the Scream face The ghost face is A couple of people two three people Right, to- right, which is which is a really cool advantage to have, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, well, and while Phantom the, or no Phantom, yeah. While the Phantom is kind, of, the Phantom. Let's talk about the Phantom for a second. The Phantom obviously has a mind of machinations and plans and gears, and has traps where you fall into a yeah heated room. access to strange <laughs> infrastructure. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, constantly dropping chandeliers and shit. You know, truly, and like inventive in that way in that kind of to always one step ahead of you way uh it, it, i imagine this is happening at the fucking fight island amphitheater where they have where they have you know opera fights and big 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 ape events um <laughs> this is a great question so we're saying the phantom does have access to an opera i think there is a if, yes i think you don't that's, i think you don't have an opera without a phantom that's his main weapon is operas, yes. you know, and opera houses. So yes. if he's got access to his, what, what is essentially, you know, Ghostface, his main weapon is, I think, a butcher knife, but the Phantoms is mm-hmm. a large proscenium stage is I his would, main weapon. <laughs> I would argue that, th- that Ghostface's main weapon is misdirection. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with which you I on think that. the Phantom would kind of respect ah oh, like that kind of thing we have agreed yeah. that the phantom is uh old timey oh. where, where ghostface is very from the 90s very in your very face. Nin- there's a yeah. 90s dude under there yeah there's a 90s guy under there <laughs> boy i can He's see got that soul patch probably he does and it he did does. surprise us at the time when we were like it's multiple people Ghostface is multiple people. That was a that was like a fresh mm-hmm. take, kind of. Yeah. Um, and and I could see I could see the Phantom falling for it. I could see the Phantom being like, "I've trapped you in my sandbag snare," 
And then yeah. Ghostface comes up behind him, stabbed. Then boom, <sighs> right in the back. The heart, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what? I gotta be honest with you. Like, I wanna fight for just the the classic monsters because they're my favorites. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, Scream, you know, that's you know, that's 90s. It's old hat to me. But I gotta say, you've convinced me that definitely is going to happen. He's gonna yeah. be like, You are in my yeah. my cage of musical notes. And then <laughs> And yeah. then another ghost face is going to walk up right organ. behind and just jam that jam. knife into his kidneys. Yeah. I think, I, you're, I think, I think we're all on the same page. I'm going to, I'm going to make an official vote for uh Ghostface, And yeah. partially it is because Phantom of the Opera, he's leading with these emotions. At some point he trusts, uh, you know, uh, another member of the crew. Cause the twist with scream is that it's mm-hmm. part of the group. The group oh, that's right. being pr- prosecuted is is the killer, and that's going to yeah, happen really. with he's and so even if Phantom is like he's he's bacon ghost faced in his little heat room, and he pulls mm-hmm. his mask off, and it's Skeet Ulrich, Matthew Lillard, knife in the back, <laughs> <laughs> Lillard. No, the thing about Ghostface is he just keeps living yeah, through psychotic right. people. Where Phantom of the Opera right. is like he has no descendants. Is I think. I think Genitals we're all agreed were burned here. Off in some sort of horrific accident. In a shocking, his genitals were sh- sang off. <laughs> in a short blast. I have a, I have news for everybody. Okay. Nev Campbell can sing. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so that to me <laughs> means that the Phantom is super distracted. Um, I mean, he's trying to keep Sydney alive. You know, yeah, Sydney the sure. the lead mm-hmm. in, in Scream. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, def- the, the Phantom sure, certainly falls falls in love with her immediately, despite yeah. the fact that his, as Sam said, his genitals were shattered by a particularly high note at the opera <laughs> yeah. one time. And I think that that's really, truly, like how he's gonna like bite it, because like he's gonna that's that's the classic character of like I yeah. just love you so much, and I'm gonna yeah. keep you protected, and I'm gonna get like off like like yeah. second to last or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think we're all in agreement that shockingly Ghostface wins the lightweight slasher versus classic monsters round ding 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 Ghostface, holy moly skeet and the boys as it were all due respect to Ghostface. skeet and the boys all due respect favorite zz top album thank you for your service i Um, met matthew lillard recently whoa cool he's really into tabletop role-playing games i knew that yeah that's fun Matthew Lillard. Serial killer is what I always think of him as. From <laughs> Hackers. Oh, sure. You guys I think remember of him, Hackers? Uh, as the guy from SLC Punk. You remember that one? Oh, damn. Of course. Yeah. Can't remember his name, right. but he becomes a businessman at the end. And I remember, like, I was so into <laughs> punk at the time that I was like, not me, man. And now look at me. I'm the CEO of Time Warner. <laughs> Matthew Lillard has the coolest career. SLC Punk. Yeah. Scream. Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Oh yeah. Uh, then he gets to be in the Twin Peaks reboot and be super into tabletop role playing games and play a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons. That guy's awesome. I would say a quintessential Shaggy. What yeah. you know, out, outside of Casey Kasem, reinvented the Shaggy role. After Casey Kasem, Matthew Lillard is my Shaggy. I <laughs> <laughs> reinvented it. Fucking he's Heath my, Ledger. He's style. my Casey Kasem, which is weird. <laughs> Um, okay. Who's ding, a, ding, hey, ding. hey, hey, listeners. Who's your Casey Kasem? Sound <laughs> off. <laughs> and you're and you're not allowed to pick Casey Kasem. Yeah, don't um, pick Casey Kasem for that. Okay, middleweight 
Middleweight. Slashers v. Monsters. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn about slashers. I'm trying to be on point here. Just needs to be a person. A middleweight for me. No, that's a lightweight. I mean, what are y'all okay. pulling? What about Jigsaw? Jigsaw is pretty good. Jigsaw is yes. a little different. Jigsaw's, I would say probably middleweight. Probably, Jigsaw, yeah. Jigsaw has the traps. He's not, he's not Jason, but he's significant. I was going to suggest Norman Bates again because that's like that's he's also like really great. the first slasher, yeah. in movies. Kind yes, of. okay, kind I, of. I like Norman the proto, Bates for this. The prototypical slasher, uh, for sure. And I think uh, because other slasher films, you're about to say Godzilla, aren't you? <laughs> I think because- to me, the most classic slasher of all <laughs> would have to be the Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. The Karate Kid. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Jared brought a gun to Danny the Danny himself. <laughs> I just start shooting my computer. No, no, no. I think I agree with you. I think that other I think that other slashers have since surpassed, but he is the prototypical slasher. And so he's not going to get into the heavyweight round. He's not. He's certainly not a lightweight. I think Norman Bates is your middleweight slasher unless yeah. you know somebody's coming out with another one yeah no i like i like that one i like i like that we're going with just my suggestions i like that. <laughs> no i like um, my idea <laughs> i still like it i like the idea that i came up with yeah okay um, yeah i can see also, how that would work also j- like jigsaw is mi- almost heavyweight to me mm-hmm. it's he's almost out of the middle in my mind. can i can i be i'll be frank about why i didn't want to do jigsaw uh-huh. i really don't like those movies are They're you guys bit, saw fans no definitely no, not not really i've it, seen it was, i've seen the first like three it's kind of a genre of films that i don't re- i'm not super keen on the like gore horror porn thing. the torture porn torture yeah. porn yeah yeah uh well, and it's, fu- it's but there's no denying i mean the franchise fucking popped huge with fans of slipknot and nightmare before <laughs> christmas tattoos alike yeah. exactly you the got it exactly <laughs> If you have cosplayed as Harley Quinn five years in a row, you love the Saw film. You might be a jigsaw. Well, I think the first one is fun because it's a premise you hadn't heard yet. That's sure. what's cool. And then anything after that sucks because it's like, yeah, I know what Saw is now. I'm not I'm not a Who fan cares? of them. I watched I recently watched them with uh, Mike Carrozza. I oh, watched yeah. a um of saw movie recently and it was i will say it's very fun to make fun of because very serious things are happening and uh you know also it's Car- great to, carrie it's great elwes to is in the first one and he is yes, carrie Els. he is yeah. maybe so doing is the worst Glover. job of acting i've ever yeah. seen yeah yeah he's taking Crazy. a paycheck but um <laughs> yeah the saw movies also rip off other better movies like yeah there are traps in the first saw that are uh, cribbed almost directly exactly from um, uh-huh. uh, the abominable Dr. Fibes, which is a much oh. better film. Um, and uh, there's a couple other like things that they sort of rip off. And then the movies, they're not very good. They, they're a little bit like, and sorry if I'm offending anybody out there. They're a little bit like the, um, the fast and furious movies to me where mm. the, the action set piece sequences or mm. in saw like the kill sequences are pretty good. But then the rest of it is filled with Mad yeah. Libs writing, yeah. you know, where it's just kind of like, give me a noun, give me a verb. That's what they said here. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's not, it doesn't quite work. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm, but, but I mean, come Saw, on, Psycho is Saw 10 is the fast nine of horror. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> oh, my yes. nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What about. <sighs> 
So we're are we going with Norman Bates for our middleweight slasher? Can anybody think I of think someone so. else? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like Norman Bates. <laughs> but okay, it's so... the Vince Vaughn version from the Gus Van Sant remake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the real one from it's the real no, no. when it we actually gotta go happened. with the original guy. Um, gotta go with in, the original from the events. Ed Gein. It's the real <laughs> the actual Ed Gein. Now that's a topic. Real life serial Is killers versus classic universal versus movie monsters. <laughs> God, that's really good, dude. That would be so Eileen Vernaus versus the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're kind of leading into something like that because um we got we got Norman Bates. What monster do you think could could possibly stand up against Norman? I, I kind of like the creature, the Gill Man. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say for, for a middleweight. Gilman is kind of a um, everybody's favorite, but not in a lot, but kind of a C team. It's like when, uh, you know, it's like when the white power ranger would show up. It's like, it's not often, but boy, we love this guy. But boy, we love white yeah. power. That's what we love. Say. White power yeah. ranger. <laughs> um, I love the creature from the black lagoon. I've got a t-shirt with the creature from the black lagoon on it. He's my, he's Hell one yeah. of my favorites. And I've watched all the films and I can tell you that. The best film is number two, uh, Revenge of the Creature, where mm. they try to put him in a SeaWorld type sea park. Uh, that doesn't work out for them. Spoiler alert. Uh, but it's got a cameo by Clint Eastwood as a uh, marine biologist very early in the film. Incredible. He's in it for like five Amazing. minutes. And then uh, the be- but the, but the really the best in terms of weirdness I got a diagnosis is- for you. Forty five caliber diagnosis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shoot the creature. Hey, listen, Doc, I got that algae sample you asked for. Um, and then uh, there is a uh, a movie. The final one is called The Creature Walks Among Us. And in that one, they Ooh, try yeah. to save the creature's life by merging him with a human. So he's yes. half human, half creature. And the creature walks around in a suit. I and I mean, like a, like, I mean like a suit jacket yeah. and, tra- and trousers. Yeah, trousers with pleats. Yeah, and My that's God, a real... You're like, I... You know, it's supposed to be scary. It's not really scary, but you can see how it's unnatural and shouldn't be when yes. this creature is wearing a sport jacket. The creature should not walk among us. That's for sure. No, but I think we're going classic Gilman here. And honestly, my favorite, my favorite creature, uh, the, that one uh, depicted in the Monster Squad, which had yeah. very dope kind of practical animatronic head uh, with those fucking eyes. Ooh, very cool on the sides. of the Yeah. Chair. That's a Fred That's- Decker movie. Have you ever seen Night of the Creeps? No. You got to see Night of the Creeps. Fuck yeah. Done. Uh, but that guy was an awesome director who made like two or three awesome horror movies that nobody went and saw. And then <laughs> then he directed episodes of Star Trek uh, Enterprise. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he, you see Fred Decker movies because they're really good. And see the episodes of Star Trek Enterprise with Scott Bakula that he directed. They're quite good as well. The creature shows up in a lot of them, I'm I'm told. I wish. Bacula just going to the bathroom. The hell was that? <laughs> Monster Squad has a great gill man. He looks real. Yeah, he looks I really just, scary. I, I just looked him up, which I've seen that movie, but I don't think I retained any of it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's yeah. great. Outside of a, a, a startling slur in the first 30 seconds. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the, the the Wolfman looks cool in that. And I think, yeah, it's a cool, yeah. a cool I think Wolfman. all Wolfman kind of. looked cooler in the 80s yes that was practical effects practical fun wolfman sure practical Um, effects are better for a wolfman michael jackson great wolfman in the 80s 
do we like this psycho versus the gill man the movie yes, that never yeah. was yeah <laughs> fuck yeah i like this see okay. okay so if i may the creature often falls in love mm-hmm. with a human woman and what i like about this is we know that mm-hmm. norman bates is going to mm-hmm. be running around dressed like his mother <laughs> oh yeah my god okay so the question before us is who would win in a fight between norman bates and the gill man aka the creature from the black lagoon uh oh that's an incredible point <laughs> yeah because the yeah. gill man is going to immediately is going to immediately be oh Ooh, blonde hair yeah. yeah norman bates is going to be in a kind of like a in in a bathing suit for ladies it's going to be like kind of one of those <laughs> 1920s bloomers bathing yeah, suits with that like bad kind of gray yeah you know bun wig on he's going to be swimming you in know, Fight Island Lagoon and the Fight Island Lagoon. And mm-hmm. then camera camera work from underneath. We're going to see the creature, oh, yeah. you know, kind of following just in love. Just, you know, Absolutely. Almost, you know what? What the hell? Little animated hearts are appearing above the creature's head. <laughs> Look uh, at those gams. We have the budget. Let's do it. And uh, <laughs> and I just feel like the creature's going to be so disappointed when he finds out he hasn't met the love of his life. I think the few, I think the creature is going to be enraged. I yeah. think I think the creature it, it, when the creature shoots a shot, one of two things is going to happen. Norman is going to spring the trap. Ah, you're dead. Right yeah. in the heart. Mm-hmm. I think the creature's a little harder to kill than that as proven by, you know, no, numerous uh wounds that it's sustained. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I th- but if if that doesn't happen, if Norman can't spring this trap and kill it immediately, and the Gill Man finds out that you are not the love of his life, but some some charlatan, it's it's gonna go bonkers on you. <sighs> I think it, I, I think what? the creature's gonna go so bonkers. It's gonna start using that um the sound effects of it. They would always use pig noises for the creature. <laughs> pig pigs squealing. Whoa. It's gonna start uh. making those pig squealing noises, <clears throat> and then I gotta be honest, I don't feel good about Norman's odds at that point because we've never seen him be effective in a deep water situation. Sure, and also it feels like it's hard to keep your wig on, and once your <laughs> once Norman's wig comes off, he mm-hmm. turns back into Norman. He's no longer his mother. Mother. And Norman, as we know, is just a nice boy who wants to make mm-hmm. sure you're okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling good about Norman's odds here. Nor I. I wonder if it's, hmm. I wonder, so we can't, I, I don't think we can put Norman right in the deep water in terms of uh, just just for fairness. You know, I think I think it would, I think Norman would have to have some sort of land, maybe splashing around in the surf, uh, that right. kind of thing. And I think in that situation, with the knife, with the wig, Norman stands a chance. I I still think ultimately I'm I'm going Gilman and I don't see a reason. I don't I don't see how Bates is going to get his, is going to fight his way out of this one. I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a case I, for Bates just real quick because okay. I feel like okay. I know where we're leaning. Is yeah. say the Gilman gets stranded, has to go to the the bed and breakfast or whatever from Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Finds, the we, creature walks among us. He goes up with his suit coat on. He's well, taking a little vacation. He, where where is he most comfortable? He's in the shower. He's trying to get. He's got to go in the shower. Water. Oh no! He's got to go in the shower. Special. Don't go in place. there. Yeah. That's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think Sam convinced me because <laughs> you're right. Like you got to give Norman his hotel, his motel. You got to give you're it to right. him. Right. Like, you're right. And and and. and 
And it would make sense that the motel would be like near the beach, but like not close enough that the creature would feel like easy access to the water. So yeah, he's got to get in that shower and then it's curtains, baby curtains, curtains. Jeez. You might've just swayed me. I I got honestly, I'm giving it, I'm giving it to Bates. That's one vote for Bates for me. I, I think I still have to vote creature from the black lagoon. Cause once he's in that shower, Norman is great at stabbing a woman who doesn't suspect it. He's a fucking lagoon <laughs> right. monster. So it's like gonna, Norman starts gonna, stabbing yeah. the creature from the black lagoon's like, what knife. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm a monster. It's fair. It's fair to vote for the creature, but you actually, tw- you turn me Sam, because for having watched those creature movies, I can tell you the creature is way, way more fragile than I ever thought. Like mm. literally in the oh. last one, he's having some sort of lung problem, I think, which Whoa. is why they okay. give him human DNA. So yeah. I, I feel like he's he's not quite. I, I think as long as Norman can get that that knife into the soft fish underbelly and not sure. into those those big armor plates on the back yeah uh and i i mean if he, if he can do anything with a knife he should at least be able to gut a fish i gotta go norman bates for this one <laughs> norman bates right. takes it ding ding yep. ding middleweight bout of monsters versus slashers i i i see it I, honestly i don't think bates is getting away uh unharmed i think one swipe from this specifically the uh <laughs> the monster squad version of the gill man with those big whopping claws is going to uh you know i think i think bates walks away with like a big one of those rib wounds yeah you can see his his ribs um which is pretty that's the worst one you don't want that one okay (laughs) heavy weight bout people have been waiting for it all year fright island episode one monsters v slashers who you got i mean you could go a lot of ways here i mean like Mm -hmm. you could go so heavyweights include they're they're all heavyweights, right? Mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees, Michael oh, yeah. Myers, and oh, yeah. Leatherface. Leatherface. All three are definitely mm-hmm. slashers, and they're very very tough, like mm-hmm. very tough, very big. You know, heavyweight killers. Sure, big dudes. I like I like the idea of Leatherface because in his original incarnation, he is much more true to the slasher definition that we're sticking to, which is yeah. guy one who slashes um yeah human i'm with you on that who slashes same with original michael myers Mm -hmm. much more of a dude Mm -hmm. yeah original Uh, original jason is actually his mom yeah that's true original jason has maybe one of my favorite kill scenes of all time which is kevin bacon getting that arrow yeah Uh, spoilers through the neck uh also it's a great shot because he gets the blood on the head first and he looks at it and then through the fucking neck it's so crazy anyway um i kind of like original jason that idea is is interesting um well we've seen we've seen a killer uh, in fact we've seen a slasher killer already that's actually like multiple people or or this is true and and we touched on mommy stuff we've actually done we touched on mommy jason things Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I feel like uh, I mean I'm I'm I think no, you're Michael right. Michael or Leatherface. Is I'm, okay. I'm I'm Michael Bias. That's, that's you're Michael uh, Bias. Okay, well, will we get a clean fight out of you, Sam? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we you're gonna we slip also, a gun we also to Mike Myers. A, we haven't had a universal victory yet. <laughs> okay, so. so this has got to be this has got to yeah. be a real a real uh, a big Wolfman, a heavy Frankenstein, hitter. Dracula. Those are the three. I options. mean, Dracula is their leader. Dracula is the leader 
but is that who you send up against Michael Myers? I mean, this feels like a this feels like a Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster. Frankenstein, you're right. Versus Michael Myers, that would be a sweet fucking you're right. fight. You're dude. right. You're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. we're locking it in. The question before us is who would win in a fight between Frankenstein's monster and Michael Myers of Halloween fame? Uh, great. You're right. This Michael, is already Michael, terrifying. Okay, I'm just throwing. <laughs> I'm just throwing out thoughts here. Michael never uses fire. In fact, much like Frankenstein's monster, I feel like Michael Myers would be afraid of fire or yeah, it does he's seem caught like fire that. before and it's it's mm-hmm. done bad things to him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's not going to use fire against the, the monster. I also, so that's good. I also think that Michael Myers is going to learn pretty quickly that Frankenstein, unlike the Gill man we're learning, who is a, a pretty a pretty fragile uh, a, a, a hot house tomato, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, you could stab all day. And I think Mike Myers is going to figure that out pretty quick. You stab a dead guy. That's just meat. You know, you're going to have to cut off some arms or something to really slow down Frankenstein. Yeah. I think. With, um, and I also think like if we're doing Halloween, original Halloween, <laughs> Michael Myers, isn't this supernatural you strong know, man where frankenstein just is very strong like yeah from the jump but i will but michael I mean, myers does do stuff that uh, yeah it, a human could never do it yet. sure run, sure run and, really fast when the camera's turned sure <laughs> yes and jump space. on the hood of your car to get out of a sanitarium yeah yeah have you ever seen um oh god behind the mask that the, movie the, kicks the ballad ass. of legend the rise leslie of leslie Verna. Verna. the rise of leslie verna so great yeah. that that yeah. is that is such an impressive movie for I incredible think, movie. what was the budget 80 bucks or something like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. amazing damn i wish i would have known that i would have said leslie vernon as a lightweight slasher that's a good one um, it's a post it's a postmodern slasher classic i sure. i like that movie pomo slackla it's a pomo um, slackla uh-huh <laughs> Love. So, what are the other Pomo Slack class? Uh, <laughs> Idle hands. Idle yeah. Hands. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Um, okay. So, so, um, so these guys are going to have a good fight because they're, it, 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 I mean, it turns into almost Godzilla versus King Kong. They're just truly. like locked in an embrace. Truly. You can electrocute them both all day. It's they're going to keep coming back. It's a, yeah. it's a raw. This is a matter of raw strength. I think it is important that that Michael does have the blade. That is important. And Frank is more of a, a bare hands guy. And yeah. we also got to got to take into account Frankenstein by all accounts. Those stitches are showing, you know, like. Yeah. You yeah. Could, oh, you could potentially. Shit, you're right. He's got aim for the he stitches. does have yeah, and you're aiming for the stitches with a knife. That's a knife. pretty good. Cause I feel like stabbing him in his chest is you're not gonna get anything out yeah. of that. Like he's he's undead or whatever. Yeah. He's basically undead. But like if you if, if Michael Myers aims for those stitches with the knife, he might be able to unravel the Frankenstein's monster. It's a good I mean, it's a good tactic. If he can think of it, is Michael Myers the type who would think of it though? That's what I'm wondering. Is, is he cunning? Is, is, I don't know. He's if not it, that. I don't know. If, I think Michael mm-hmm. is like kind of equally like Frankenstein dumb. Michael Myers I, also kind of dumb. And I think he yeah. will be confused. He will stab Frankenstein, but he doesn't understand like the concept of the, the undead or something. Sure. Like he will stab him, be so confused that he's not dying. And the Frankenstein will just be like, stab him crush. Again. I'm voting crush. for Frankenstein. 
You're going you know, Frankenstein. It's really an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. It really you're, feels like one of you're those. You're right, Sam. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna figure out to cut the stitching because he's just a relentless. That's all he is, Michael yeah. Myers. Michael Myers doesn't but, know about the Universal Movie Monster Canon. He has <laughs> no. no idea. You know, Frankenstein's monster <laughs> might do like one of his super finishing moves, which he uses in several of the films, which is he just like brings the whole building down on top of you. See, and, like I was suicides for the win. I was thinking about that same thing, which is a real remember in Hellboy when Hellboy has uh Samael and he he's they're like wrestling and he grabs the third rail and electrocutes yeah. himself to electrocute the demon. Mm-hmm. I could see Frankenstein doing that same move because I think Frankenstein he's got pl- he's got lightning resistance, I think we can all agree. And right. I think whereas Michael Myers is but a man and lightning is one of our many weaknesses. Nobody told me that they were fighting in the 1980s New York subway system, but that's cool. <laughs> Where are they fighting? That's important. I see, um, I see this happening on a street in, in kind of the Halloween on like Halloween night in a German village. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that gives him a lot of access to electricity, but I know that if he yeah. if he would say this about anybody, the Frankenstein's monster would say this about him and Michael Myers. We belong dead. And then he would pull <laughs> the famous the famous ending line from Bride of Frankenstein. And then he would pull the entire building down on yeah. both of them. And suicide for the win. I mean, or you might call that a draw. I don't know. Nah, I think you're right. I think I think it's a clean sweep. I think we have our first Universal movie monster win with Frankenstein taking the heavyweight bout mm-hmm. with a suicide for the win. By the way, Jordan, Michael. sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but Frankenstein is the name of the doctor. End of podcast. Uh, we're done. I, not I thought the monster. <laughs> I thought that's who we were talking about. The doctor. Victor you thought we were talking about the doctor? Genius doctor. <laughs> Oh, why would we talk about his terrible monster? <laughs> this is why. This is why you have to say Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster takes the win in the heavyweight bout of this first Fright Island. With yeah, I, I, it's definitely a suicide for the win. Grabs Michael Myers. They tumble into Michael Myers. They tumble into a and it, Michael Myers, the murderer, not hilarious SNL alumnus. Yeah, not Mike uh, Myers. Right. Right. And they, right. you know, he'd like they tumble into a ravine or he brings the building down or some other. Th- yeah, I think I think Frankenstein quite often will sacrifice himself to protect the people. Oh, yeah. He's the king of the sacrifice move. Yeah. Even absolutely. though they reject him or the villagers come after him and then yeah. they get them both that way. You know, oh, geez, if the villagers get involved, they're going straight for Frankenstein. They want to. Be- That's the problem with Mike Myers. They'll be like, he's just another trick or treater. Go about your way. And then they deserve the slashing that comes out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nobody He's going to slash all of them. So that's a hard. real, that's a real like morality tale of like they first prosecute Frankenstein, their Truly. only protector. And then Mike Myers just has at yep. it. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Frankenstein takes it. Jared, thank you so much for Ooh. coming to the Island. Oh, my pleasure. Are Today? you kidding? I would talk about this for nine more hours. <laughs> I would too. Good. The, the, <laughs> that's what we're doing. The, the, the mega oh, bout. everybody grab a snack we're coming back <laughs> all right i'm ready mummy Fright versus Island. mummy versus jigsaw let's go <laughs> ed gein versus pennywise what was the one that absolutely real serial killers 
real serial killers versus movie monsters is so funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll have to like, make it happen. You know, yeah. Where, um, where can where can the, the Beltway shooter you? John Lee Malvo versus <laughs> the Jabberwocky? Um, <laughs> I you can find me online uh, at Jared Logan is my Twitter handle, and uh, you can check out my um, Twitch channel where we play tabletop role playing games often with a horror theme. So we play Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, but we also play horror themed games like Vampire, and that's called the Stream of Blood. So check that Hell out. Hell yeah. Definitely check out all of those things. A great time to be had. Sam, Sam how about you? Uh, follow me at Vote Sam Wiles on Twitter. And if you live in LA, come to Rod Stewart Live uh, every other Wednesday at Permanent Records in Glassing Park. Record shop slash bar. Extremely fun venue, and the lineups have been very good. So, Gotta get out there. Awesome. It's back. Yeah. We're Rod back. Stewart Rod's Live. Back. Maybe the man himself will show up. You God? guys should have a ta- you guys should have a table he for died, Rod didn't he? at every uh like reserve a seat for rod at every show no 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 you can't sit there that's in case rod stewart shows up <laughs> we put a soccer ball on a chair and just go it's his thing uh shit, i'm rod razor live i know right they say that he could be out there he has a new album out <laughs> in the that woods has a, he has a new album out that has a very funny title jordan do your plugs and i'll find this rod stewart album title because it's insane Oh, I'm freaking, uh, I'm Razor Lou all over the place. And you know what? Uh, shout out to uh, our our dope <laughs> intro and outro song from Calvero. Go follow Calvero Sings on Twitter. And also, if you like what you heard here today, check out our Patreon. We try to do about two episodes every month uh, of Scuffle Peninsula, which is kind of a miniature version of Fight Island. And uh, who knows? We might be playing. We might be fighting some uh, serial killers versus slashers in there today. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, what What did you learn, Sam? Real quick, the album is called Tears of Hercules. <laughs> and I think that does it for another episode of Fight Island. <laughs> Sam, why don't you go ahead and count us down? Pal? Three, two, one. All right, break it up. It's all over for Fight Island. <laughs>